0: take this off good morning it is just great to see you all i can see very well right now i had lasik on friday and uh i was pretty nervous you know i love being able to see things but uh i had a baptism yesterday morning and i woke up and i'm seeing everything i'm like wow this is incredible i can see andrew put some fingers up two fingers so everybody in the back watch out because I can see what you're doing back there now. But it was so amazing. Since the third grade, I have had glasses. like, literally, this is about as far as I could see. You know, two inches in front of my face. Every day I wake up, I'm looking for my glasses. And then yesterday morning was the first day I woke up. And just perfect, like supervision. It's incredible. I'm 2015, I went to the eye doctor right now. And I keep getting better. And I'm sitting at this baptism. And I'm thinking about all that I went through, uh, you know, before the baptism, because they offered me Valium. And I'm like, I've never had Xanax or Valium, and I don't know. I could really like it a lot, so I'm just not going to go there. And then I'm sitting there before the surgery, and I'm like, I should have taken Valium. They're about to put lasers in my eyes. And I'm freaking out. And I go in there, and the doctor's like, You're the second priest I've seen today. I'm like, Oh, all right, here we go. He likes priests. I hope he doesn't freak out at all. And, uh, you know, bad experience in the confessional, there goes my vision, right? You never know. And he's like, all right, it's going to be real quick here. And he goes in with the laser and all of a sudden he takes me over to another laser and he's like, all right, don't move your eye. So I've been practicing for like weeks of just not moving at all. You know, again, I don't want to lose my vision. And he takes the top lens of my eye and he just flips it open. I'm like, oh, that's, that's my eye. I could see the, old, the little flap. I'm like, I really should have taken that Valium, just don't move. But it all went well. I can see it was great. And I'm sitting there yesterday before the baptism. I'm like, this is incredible. This is one of the coolest days of my life, being able to see all those days of of blurriness, tired eyes, of sitting on this altar, waterboarding myself with fogged out glasses the last couple months. This is great. But brothers and sisters, what I did yesterday what I did. I'm so prideful. What the Holy Spirit did through me and baptizing Harper Ann, who I baptized yesterday, one of our new brothers and sisters, is so much more incredibly powerful. If we knew what the gift of our baptism was, this going from a state of sin, of original sin that is with a part of all of us. No fault of our own, but really what the theology would have been is you know, growing up we might have had that thought saying like, man, if I was Adam or Eve there's no way I would have done that. There's no way I would have fallen from from that original gift of grace that we had in a relationship with our Lord. But brothers and sisters, all of us would have eaten that apple. All of us would have fallen. It's inevitable. But oh that gift of the fall of Adam that allowed Christ to become man, to come down and to die for us and say, I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna bring you back. That gift of our baptism. I told him, like, there's a party going on in heaven. This is a daughter of God coming into the family. Each and every one of us through that amazing gift of baptism are part of God's family. And that going in from the darkness into into the light of Christ, the purity of our soul in that moment, it's the most amazing thing that can happen to us. And how often, how often do we forget the gift of our baptism? The gift that God has given us in these wonderful readings that we have today. Isaiah 55, that first reading somewhere, here it is. My favorite scripture. It's on my business card. Why spend your money for that which is not bread? Your wages for what fails to satisfy. Our Lord gives us the gift of baptism and says, you can have a life with me. A relationship of the grace of God in you if you just give me your life. Everything. I'll give you so much. Like it says in the gospel. When we give... The small aspect of our life, he gives us everything. That beautiful second reading. Saint Paul, how do you not like shout this from the from the mountaintops? What will separate us from the love of Christ? Anguish, distress, persecution, famine, peril, the sword? No. I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor future things, nor present things, nor powers, nor heights, nor depth, any other creature will separate us from the love of Christ our Lord. And yet, it's so easy for us to just trade away everything that's given us. We don't, we don't live this whether it's the pleasures of the flesh or of material goods, we give it away. It's so easy for us, brothers and sisters, to say, I want to control this part of my life. If I can control what I do in this moment, I've got it. And that is a lie from Satan. He's a liar. Because when we sin, It's not my own world of freedom. It's the only true slavery of not being able to act. St. Augustine says that a man who lived his entire existence in a box can still be free. Obviously, that's like a philosophical situation. It would be terrible to live in a box. And we want to have freedom, but true freedom is being able to love God. And sin destroys that. It enslaves us. It chains us down. The evil one says, you need this. This is what's going to make you happy. And we trade away the gift of our baptism. We trade away being a part of the royal family. Being in God's family. But he'll always be there for us. So we have that great gift of the confession to go and receive freedom. Freedom. So brothers and sisters, I ask you to invite you, I ask you to invite you, I invite you to reflect on your life. What what is it that's keeping you from living out your baptismal promises? What's keeping you from living that freedom of life? What part of your heart are you saying, I'm gonna control this part. I'm gonna hold on to this part. I don't trust anybody. I don't trust God is going to take care of this for me. Ask the Holy Spirit to surrender. To give that part of your heart to the Lord. One of my favorite comedians, I can't think of his name right now. He's got a really kind of just dull delivery. That guy, I can't think of his name but there's this this bit that he does. He says, uh, he's watching TV. Only you can prevent wildfires. Only you. He's like, oh, me? Just me? Oh, gosh, every night i got to get a bucket and go outside. Take care of all the fires by myself. Obviously, that's why it's funny. Brothers and sisters, God's divine will has a plan for each and every one of you to live out your baptismal promises and only you only you can live out your life can live out that vocation of God that you are called by living out your baptismal promises by going out and talking to people about your faith this isn't just something we come and we do for an hour if you're excited about something, if you're passionate about something, you talk about it. And there's somebody out there who's only going to hear the message from you. Now, just like our plan you know, wasn't to need baptism, you know, if, if we fail, God's going to find another way. He's going he's gonna to pick something else, but he's calling you. He's calling you to live out your faith. To never stop loving our Lord. Our faith, it's never a plateau. It's either like this or like this. We're going away from Christ or we're going towards him. So remember your baptismal promises. Go out there and preach Christ to the world. This is the only thing that matters. All the craziness, all the confusion... It only makes sense through this lens. So brothers and sisters, a few action items. Remember your baptism. Remember the gift of your baptism. And ask yourself, what part of my heart am I not giving to God? Am I not trusting him with? And then <laughs> surrender it. It's not going to be easy, but you've got to do it. Remember your baptism. Surrender. And go talk about Christ. Bring a friend. This is the only thing that matters, and God needs you to save the world. Brothers and sisters, it's such an honor to be your priest. I love you. God loves you. Let's change the world.